We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 301-230-0980. Final hour of the big program. Sports Media Watch says the XFL got off to a much slower start than their previous Uh reincarnations. All four games down more than 50% from the equivalent opening weekend window three years ago. Two ABC windows trail last year's opening weekend of USFL games on broadcast TV. Well, here's the problem, okay? Uh, Sunday night's XFL Defenders game going head-to-head with the NBA All-Star game, which sucks, but people are always going to watch, you know, great players do great things. Tatum going off for 55, whatever. LeBron, who you know, who knows how many. Like, the, the competition that these leagues face. Same thing for the NHL on Saturday night. Now, it wasn't a great game, but it was an unbelievable atmosphere. On Saturday night in Raleigh, Unbelievable theater. But I guarantee you that game got squashed by the stupid slam dunk contest and three-point shooting contest. Well, which, because Mr. Mack McClung okay. was dominating. But if I need to watch a three-point shooting contest, I can watch any of 800 basketball games. I, I, but I guarantee it got squashed. It doesn't even have a chance. doesn't even have a chance. It's too much on. We were just talking about this. CK was just showing me on his computer, like some bar graph or whatever of how football ratings are here. And, you know, every other, like, you know, there was figure skating ratings and hockey ratings and basketball and baseball and whatever. And everything's like flatlined and like down to the ground and football's up here. Listen, I, I, I mean, I think we all agree that football is is the most entertaining um, and and competitive and mix violence slash unbelievable, you know, atmosphere, intensity, all that stuff. Football just, you know, is in a world by itself, both the NFL and then to a lesser degree, but still an important degree, college. And then everything else comes after that, right? Just because the XFL is football, just because The Rock owns it and runs it doesn't mean people are going to watch it. 
Yeah, I, mean, I mean, it just doesn't. Right, and I think they're hoping that some of the casual rock observers from the WWE sure. may come over and stuff and, like that. And, and all of his movies. Don't, not only that. Don't forget about yeah, that. Not only that, but the USFL, you can't turn on TV and see without seeing a – I mean, look, all through the Super Bowl you were seeing USFL ads well, that's for because Fox. Fox owns it. And there was very there's been very little promotion outside of some uh brief 15-second blurbs on college basketball games and everything right now on the ESPN broadcast. So, interesting. I mean, and you know what? I mean, your boy has his coaching in there. You know, maybe maybe at some point that would be that I thought maybe that would have had to be the place for Eric Bieniemy to go, either the USFL or the XFL. Uh, just to get a head coaching position, just to say, hey, see, I, I'm doing this. My team is 4-0 with Jordan Tayamu at quarterback. Uh, but that's Reggie that's Barlow's an, team right uh, now that, here in D.C. That's interesting. I never really thought about maybe that. It's such a if step down, Eric, though. If you're Eric Bieniemy, mm-hmm. right, again, the knuckleheads out there are saying that this is a straight lateral position. Which it's not. Which it's not. And it's a worse position than the lateral position that he left, okay? Again, which it's not. But if could you imagine what the, I guess, outrage would be if in order to become a head coach that Eric Bieniemy had to go to the XFL? I mean, like, this to me is a much, 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 much better situation for Eric Bien. No offense to the XFL. I, I, I'm, you know, look, it looked like a great atmosphere on Sunday night. Uh, I, I want to go to a game uh, again at Audi Field. I went to the first two games three years ago. It was a great atmosphere then. I want to go to a night. All that. I, it, like, I'm, I'm all for, hey, you know, entertain the crowd, do something different, whatever. It's not always going to get massive television ratings. Again, massive television ratings. First of all, they're completely inaccurate. Secondly, secondly, they're not the only thing that a league should be judged by or a product or a show or a personality should be judged by. It's just just not the case. I mean, like, if you think about it, right, Stephen A. Smith is this behemoth in the sports media world. Do you know how many people average watch that show, Cold Pizza? Do you know how many people watch that show in a country of like 370 million? Like 300,000. Uh, it's like 450,000. Yeah. Think about that. And Skip and Shannon get even less than yeah, that usually. Yeah, they get like 82,000. Think about that. But, I mean, again, it, I think, again, because it's a culture of where do we go if we missed, like, a lot of people are at work right now. So what do they do? Right. They go to social media. Sure. They go to YouTube. That's wherever all a part the of clips it. are played. And then if you ever go watch those clips, hundreds of thousands of views, that's where the value then comes in to the advertisers and obviously the uh, the, the other people that are supporting the show. That's kind of like our version of the Odyssey app, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like the Odyssey app, you can listen live on the Odyssey app, always live and free. But more importantly, or just as importantly, if you are working, and we, we have you know several teachers, uh, you know Danny Curland, uh, Aaron Miller, uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody that's a teacher uh, that listens to our show, or you know Ross when 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 we went from three to seven to nine to twelve said ah oh, you know guys I work but I'm gonna listen, so you can listen live on the Odyssey app, great, awesome. But also it allows you to go back, you know it's kind of like again the Twitter clips and and the and the youtubeization of everything 
it's not necessarily your linear television ratings and your imprint. It is the combination, the total media viewership, the total like interaction, the total whatever. That's why I, you know, think about I, the people. I know think I, about the people that listen, that watch stuff on DVR now, yeah. because the DVR has made yeah. it so easy for us. Yes. You know, to go back and watch games, as you know, as I tell you, I mean, uh, there are a lot of Sundays where I'm either out with my daughter, yes. you know, with softball and all that other stuff during the right. fall, and I go back and watch the Washington games in full, yeah. being able to speed through the games on a DVR. It's a much better way to watch the game. And in between your 17 jobs, you still well, find time to watch all my children. There is that. Young and the Restless. Oh. 1230 every I, day, a lot of times on DVR. I thought it was as the stomach Awaiting turns. the results today the days of, our of the pregnancy test oh. for Sally Spectra. Oh, Sally Spectra. Is it Nick's kid or is it Adam's kid? Oh. oh by the way, did I tell you? They're Newman brothers. So which no. Newman brother has knocked up the very hot... Is Sally Spectra really hot? Sal- oh, very much so. So if I just looked up Sally Spectra. Yes. Uh, how do you spell the last name? Oh, there it is. Courtney. That's her real name, Courtney. Uh, well, one picture is just dreadful. That's <laughs> because you're looking at the older one. I mean, but. The older Sally Spectra from Bold and Beautiful was an older lady. Like, like her. <laughs> Right, that's that's who we're talking about. The one about, on the right, right. right. Yeah. That's who we're talking about, right? Yes, that's... Oh, she, yeah. She, I mean, she's gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, like, but but like on the on the left, her Wikipedia page mm-hmm. makes her look like she's about seventy eight years old. No, that's the older one. That's the the older Sally Spectra, the first oh, incarnation of Sally Spectra on the two Bold Sally Spectras. Yes, they the way they did the character was kind of messed up between Bold and the Beautiful and the Young and the Restless because they were both CBS. This sounds oh, like John so Kincaid. The- this sounds like John Kincaid's morning show in Philadelphia because he's a fat. He's a he's a Nick Newman mark. So, so wait, she was. I, I got to set this right. She was on Bold and the Beautiful. The older lady, Sally Spectre, was on Bold and the Beautiful. But how is how is she the older lady then? She's and not, now the younger right. lady now. I, it's just a different uh, actress, yeah, right? It's, yes, it's just the way they've portrayed the characters. Okay. It was a very poor transition. Okay. In terms of those two so Okay, parts. well, whoever Sally Spectra is now yes. looks v- very yes. delectable. Yes. Uh, now you know it, why the Newman brothers were fighting over her. Right. And, and so we got to find out who planted their seed, right? Correct. Okay. That's what we find out today. The uh, test results have, are in. I have sunflower seeds. I'm not planting was, any I other seeds. I thought that's what you were eating yeah. over there. Uh, but Sally Spectra can, I mean, she wants to come on, you know, a dinner date with me, I might pay the bill. Yeah. So let let's see what kind of transition. Let's see if Washington's transition with Eric Bieniemy from Kansas City goes better than the Sally Spectra one from Bold and the Beautiful to the Young and the Restless. Let's go to the Odyssey app. That's where Peter in Wilmington, North Carolina, is listening this morning. What's up, Peter? Hey guys. Hey, I Pete. haven't called in in a while, but I listen every day. Thank you, pal. Appreciate you. Good to hear from You're you. You're welcome, you guys. Best two guys on the radio. Listen. Hey, I look at it, Eric Bieniemy in a whole different way. The fact that he is basically Andy Reid's right-hand man, and he's been there in Kansas City for quite a while. I think it's six years at least, correct? Uh, he's been there since the beginning. Well, he, I think he's been there seven total years because the first two years was as running backs coach, if I have that right. Okay. I, I, yeah. Okay. So, okay, so having said that, I think he has studied – and learned everything that Andy Reid does and knows how to coach a team. I really believe that. And I think that's his real value. Not so much as a 
just an offensive coordinator, an overall coach. I think this was one of the best things that the commanders have done in years is to get this guy. It's very lucky that they got him. And number two, you know, if you're if you think about all the people that played for Kansas City, how many people actually said that he wasn't a good coach? Or how many people actually criticized the man? Well, Peter, I, I, Peter, I the point, that, you know, right, I'm with you it. on that. Look, I mean, he's been with Kansas City for 10 seasons. He was there as the running backs coach for five, the offensive coordinator for five, and before that... Oh, it's even longer than right, I thought. Before okay. that, he worked for two very respected NFL men in Brad Childress and Leslie Frazier in mm-hmm. Minnesota mm-hmm. as the running backs coach there. So this is a guy that's been coaching running backs in the NFL off and on since 2006, outside of the two years he went to work with John Embry and that ill-fated Colorado right. uh, program those two years. That didn't go very well. But the fact is, he's worked for Brad Childress, Leslie Frazier, and Andy Reid through highly respected dudes in the National Football League. Exactly. So I think he's very capable of doing whatever this team needs him to do. And, you know, to the Roosters' point in the last segment about the he knows what the team needs. He knows we need offensive linemen. He's seen it before. And I'm hoping he sees that. To me, that's the number one problem on the team is the offensive line. And if it was up to me, I'd be one, two, three offensive uh, line people. That's just me. Yeah. But I've always been that way. Joe Gibbs taught us that, correct? Absolutely. Got, you know, no doubt about it. And so, and another thing about it is, is that, you know, this team is in transition. So we don't know what's really going to happen. I'm hoping the ownership changes this year, but it doesn't look like it may happen right away. So this is some guy that you pack in, you pay him, you have him as a backup for whatever reason you want to do. Uh, maybe Ron will move to another position down the road, I don't know, but he would be a great head coach, in my opinion, because he's learned from the best. And, you know, the fact that he's black does hurt him, and they did use him, I believe, for the the uh, the, Rooney, the Rooney rule. They used the enemy a lot of times because it's a big name. Bring him in here. We interviewed him. We're not prejudiced. Let's bring him in here. We have no intention of hiring him, but he's a great person to let everybody know that we're not, you know, uh, sure racially deciding who's going to be our head coach. And I think a lot of those interviews were basically uh, not really true interviews. They were just using him. They were, they were, they were, they were definite shams, Charnia interviews, you know? Well, here's the thing. Don't you look worse now when you interview a guy, if your true intention is just to check a box on the Rooney rule, and now you have to do two, don't you look worse than not doing it at all? Meaning, if you say, listen, and teams ne- never would say this, we're not interviewing anybody that's a minority. Of course you can't, right? But you look worse when people think, even if they don't know, and oftentimes people don't know, when they think it's a sham or a sham Sharania, when they think it's a BS interview, a token interview, you look worse than really any other component of this, quite honestly. Uh, and, 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 and the thing about it is... Whether it's true or not. And the thing about it is where what puts them in a bad position is if they feel and know going into it that it's a sham of an interview, 
if they come out and say, I'm not going to interview, I don't want to do that, I know it's not real, they're going to come across as the angry black man at that point to some and a hostile person, even though they know the interview that they're getting ready to go to is a mere formality and a sham and not really sincere on the part of the people that are interviewing them. I would so just, they have to tread just, lightly. They yeah. have to tread lightly, and you almost have to go through with it knowing that you're probably not going to get it. And I, that's the toughest thing. That's the toughest thing for a person. You put all your energy in. Right. People don't understand. These interviews aren't just getting on a plane and going to talk no. to people. You have to put in a ton of homework on these teams right. and present to them, hey, if I'm your head coach, here's what I would do with your players. Right. And you have to you have to go look at that entire roster and study that roster and be so prepared, and it's hard to put that kind of energy well, into well, it. Well, let me ask you. This. Let me stop that you right you're there. Probably not going to get it. Let me stop you right there because that's a really good point. What if all these interviews, Eric Bieniemy's not doing that? I can't believe he wouldn't. Do, I, 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 I mean, I I can't believe either. But dude, may, maybe he's worked, not doing that. You've worked for Brad Childress, Leslie Frazier, and Andy Reid. I, I just can't believe for one minute he's not doing uh, that. But I, I mean, the possible the mere possibility exists. Let's go to line three. Dwight is in Upper Marlboro. What's up, Dwight? How y'all doing? Hey, Dwight. Yeah, I was uh, calling about this uh, Eric Bieniemy. I, I think he, you know, to say he's moving to offensive coordinator in Washington, D.C., like it's a lateral move, I believe it's an opportunity because as long as he's in Kansas City, people are saying, you know, oh, it's all Andy Reid. Even though you see, you know, Pat Mahomes come right off the field and, you know, converse with Eric Bieniemy most times. So I think it's a opportunity that he needs to take and there is I believe no fair way for him to be passed over from a head coach over and over again except that he's black I mean again I mean that you you have a right to have that opinion but it wouldn't explain how you could interview in Houston and then they can still hire a black coach, just not Eric Bieniemy. And okay. they and they've done that now three years in a row. And specifically mm-hmm. last year when they last interviewed Eric Bieniemy, they interviewed Eric Bieniemy, did not hire him, and instead hired Lovey Smith. So I, I mean, like like to say that the reason why Eric Bieniemy did not get that job is because of the color of his skin. To me, a white guy, and I grant it. White guy makes no sense when they went and turned around and hired a black guy. You you but see where it, I'm coming from? I see. I hear what you're saying, but Eric Bieniemy, every day when he goes to hire, when he goes to interview for a job, he's black. That can be strike one against him. Mm-hmm. Every day he he goes there and say he doesn't interview well. Who? cares would you you know not have michael jordan on your basketball team because he doesn't interview well it's you know it's he by the way the kansas city chiefs offense play and even in the super bowl to design wide open you've got people catching the ball for touchdowns wide open in the end zone right you can't 
hold that against Eric Bieniemy because you don't like his interview, or you don't you go to the interview and you don't listen to country and western music, or <laughs> you're not kissing butt. Who knows what? Yeah, but here in but here in lies but, the problem, Dwight. You make a good point, right, and some good points. But do we know truly that Eric Bieniemy simply by himself, with no input from Andy Reid, designed that play, those plays, called those plays. Like they can give credit to Eric B, which they did, but we don't know. And and do we hire somebody to be our head coach based on two plays? Do we? I mean, isn't it a combination of factors? Right. We want to see the vision, as Pete was saying, that this coach has for our personnel. How much work did he put into the presentation? We don't know these things. We have no idea. Then if you're in the shadow of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, people say, well, how is he going to be with with Sam Ellinger and, um, and, and whoever else? So there's all sorts of factors here that go into it, which is why I – Never sit here and say, I know for sure it's because of the color of his skin. I, you can't say you know for sure anything. But if you live in America, the color of your skin holds you back. And that's yeah. absolutely. I mean, and with some hiring managers, talk- Dwight, absolutely. You're 100% okay. right. You're 100% okay, right. So, with some hiring managers, um, you're spot on. Okay, you got uh, offensive. You're just talking about the improvement of the offensive line of Kansas City. Uh, Eric Bieniemy is the leader of their offense. You, you've got a, a team that lost Tyreek Hill and still was dominant passing. Eric Bieniemy has to have a lot to do with that. And, you know, you'll, you know, we'll say public enemy had an album, takes a nation of millions to hold us back. And that's the way I feel. But, like, um, the guy who was with Arizona Cardinals, uh, was it Cliff? Cliff Kingsbury, who shouldn't have been there. He could have never gotten that opportunity at the job if he was black because his resume, Matt Rule, these people get head coaching opportunities and stay longer. Matt, hey, wait a minute, and, Dwight, Dwight, I'll fight, Dwight, hold on, ahead. Dwight, I'll fight you on Matt Rule over Cliff Kingsbury. Matt Rule at least won in a Temple, which is a difficult place to win, and he won at Baylor. His problem was the college game versus the pro game. Kingsbury wasn't consistently successful at all in the college game right. and somehow lunchboxed his way into the Arizona job, which will always you know mystify me as he didn't belong there matt at least okay. accomplished something at the college level to attract an nfl potential okay. uh, head coaching opportunity a a eric b enemy could not get himself into the arizona cardinal job or a black person with with kingsbury resume could not get themselves into 100 percent, absolutely and, right and stay along for and yes. stay there as long as he did and get, you know, um, I would agree with you on that 100%. Because I'll tell you right now, Eric Bieniemy could not have done any worse than what Cliff Kingsbury did with that Arizona team. Yeah. And wasted talent that they had at that in the years that he has been there. Not that they were going to be a Super Bowl contender with the entire roster, but that group underachieved. 
in a humongous way. That, I we can cite the Cliff Kingsbury hire all day long. That's a guy that was unqualified, should not have been there in the first place. One more segment of your calls. You real quick. Yeah, you know, just appreciate the call. I, I, would, I would say this real quickly. Don't forget about they hired Cliff Kingsbury as much for the fact that they thought he would be a great fit with Kyler Murray, who they clearly were in on and drafting, right? And 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 so sometimes those weird things happen. A guy undeserving, if you will, of that job, but because of an affiliation, because of a match or a potential match with the guy that they had a hankering for, a guy that they thought would be the next generational superstar in Kyler Murray, that's how those things happen. You can find other players, though, that could coach an open form Understood. of offense. Understood. That And look, if you want to make Kingsbury the offensive coordinator under a head coach because you think his offensive system fits Kyler Murray, that's fine. But the guy was under 500 his final year at Texas Tech, and all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, my goodness, he's the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals now? The hell have we done here, Harry? And the Cardinals got what they deserved out of it. When you hire a person that's unqualified – you usually get underachieving results. And that's what happened with the Arizona Cardinals. 301-230-0980. One more segment of your calls next right here on Russell and Medhurst on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Happy birthday to one of the smartest people I know, Sean Hall, great basketball referee. But Chris, unlike me, when he and I broke in as officials back when we were 18 years old, 19 years old over in Salisbury, 
He chose to stick with it, and thus tonight, as I often say, the people refereeing the Navy American game that I'll be broadcasting tonight on the Odyssey app are making a lot more money than Pedro is tonight. So he made the smart decision. I did not. So Well, I, I don't think you need to be as tough on yourself as It was the worst decision ever. <laughs> I mean the guys that were the guys that are refing, you know, Maryland, Nebraska the other night are making thirty two hundred bucks. All right, that's fair. Um here here's what I'm more interested in before we go back to the calls. How how pumped up are you about having to drive into DC twice in one day? Uh it's great uh great point you bring up. I'm not thrilled. Uh but you know, when the when the when the job says come back to DC, Pedro has to come back to Northwest tonight for Navy and American. Gonna be a great matchup. Mids have won six in a row and looking to avenge Keep the Avenge Tour going. Everybody they lost to the first time around so far, they've been able to avenge that loss. But Mike's got a great team. It's going to be a great game. And Look, if you're in the area, get out to Bender tonight. It's going to be a fabulous game between Navy and American uh, coming up at 7 o'clock this evening over at Bender Arena. We is got a, Dan Lang your, uh, the American? He uh, is the American broadcaster. broadcaster. He Jeremy you, Huber. Do you know Dan? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Dean, as I like to call him. We, used, we got see. to know each other at Sirius XM, mm-hmm. and we have this uh, this very uh, adversarial but friendly relationship uh, <laughs> in which we just bust each other's you-know-whats forever and ever and ever. Mm-hmm. So tell him tonight, tell him tonight that, uh, what can you tell him that would be funny? I got to think about this, but I'll get you something to tell him that would make him just laugh and howl. Because gonna we be, have this... Uh, going to be a great game over there uh, tonight in American. And shout out to the Maryland women who smoked oh, Iowa yeah, I saw that. last night. Yeah. Uh, and again, they got revenge from losing to Iowa the first time around. Smoked them in front of a good crowd last night uh, at uh, the Xfinity Center. Let's roll on the calls here. Start from the top. Let's go to line one. Lap is up next. What's up, Lap? Lap. Put him back on hold. Line two. Let's go to Dean in Gaithersburg. What's up, Dean? What's up, fellas? What's up, Dean? Uh, yeah, um, I, I was going to comment on on uh, Chad Brown and uh, you know your boy Shady McCoy, um, but first, uh, I think we keep forgetting that we're talking about football sports, but we're still in corporate America. Okay, corporate America has different ways of hiring people. There's 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 things and and there's there's principalities in place in HR. So we get this many people in office. Okay. So again, we all know exactly uh, what's going on. So we need to stop, stop with all this. All right. We all, we all know what's going on. If, if Eric the enemy was supposed to have the job in Houston, he would have got the job in Houston. The guys in Houston that got the job, there's a reason why that particular coach got the job. You know, there's a reason why Lovey goes to, different teams. There's a different reason. There's a reason why Romeo Correll goes to different teams. You know, there's different reasons why all that's played. These guys are, are, are prestige in this game and this, uh, this Rooney rule. So I'm going to leave the politics again, the American way of corporate America out of football. Okay. Football is Eric B enemy all by himself becoming an all American tailback all by himself. At Colorado, the enemy with Chad Brown's uh, uh, interview yesterday said that 
majority of his national championship teammates made it to the NFL, including him. They probably looked at the enemy like he was going to be the greatest running back on the planet. But it ends up being he's just a good football player, and he, he goes through the transitions, and he becomes a coach because he loves the game so much. Again, this is, these are the things that I'm saying. We're missing the point. Shady McCord, his name is Shady because of a reason. He probably was probably the most shadiest uh, a teammate on, the, on, 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 on Philadelphia, on, on Tampa Bay, at Kansas City. That's why he probably got the name Shady, okay? So when we're talking about taking perspectives and, and, and taking the good with the bad and understanding the real, the real is every enemy has proven himself every place he's been at. The only thing that we have to step back on is, yes, again, like I said to uh, Pete, Last week when you were gone, the gang was gone, Mr. Chris was gone, that the only way this can mess up is if the enemy doesn't know how to speak to people. He doesn't know how to talk to people. He keeps himself on a higher level than others. And honestly, he can talk. I, I, I can take corrective criticism from my sales manager if he's been working with Donald Trump or been working with the, the stockbrokers if, if I'm talking about if I'm talking about uh, uh, selling a house or something of that nature, or I'm selling some shoes or something like that, I'm going to listen to that sales guy. I'm going to listen to him. That's experience. And that's also, he's got the, the umps to do what he needs to do. So, again, like I said, I think we're just, we're, we're, pushing, we're pushing the car too much on the politics part. We're, we're, we're missing, we're, we're, again, the politics again. Chad said it again. He's five foot eight. Maybe 240-pound pound right. African-American. That's like me right now. I was an all-metropolitan, honorable mention, first team, all-county. Uh, you, you, uh, Pete, you work with uh, my man from, um, from, from Montgomery County, Omar Evans, uh, Omar yeah. Nel- Nelson, who's outstanding. This dude, this dude could do everything in high school. Yep. If you look at this man face-to-face, you'll say, this man is not as athletic. <laughs> he could have been a Yeah, I, 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 listen, Dean, we got to jump in. I appreciate the phone call as always. I mean, listen, stereotypes and perceptions all the time. I mean, for a long time, Andy Reid was looked upon as this, you know, slobbering kind of, you know, cheeseburger eating fat guy, you know? And then all of a sudden, oh, you mean he actually can coach? He's actually really good. It's the same thing that happened with Mark Mangino at Kansas, yeah. um, you know, and, and as I you know, put a little video thing together a couple of years ago. I mean, I'm a kid that grew up in a trailer park, and I didn't go to Syracuse. I'm not, in theory, I'm not supposed to be here, but I outworked a lot of people to get myself here. So you can overcome some of those things, and he's right about Biennemi. Biennemi, the stature of Eric Biennemi, as corporate America looks at it, when he mm-hmm. walks in the room wearing the suit, he doesn't match the 6'3", you know, Kyle Shanahan, who was a college-wide receiver, who comes in in the shirt and tie and looks different when they walk into the boardroom, mm-hmm. so to speak, in that situation. Let's go to line three, Roberts in Annapolis. What's up, Robert? Oh, so we're listening to a guy from a trailer park and a fat guy. You guys have really done well for yourself. <laughs> Just joking with you. Listen, <laughs> Thanks, what Robert. you have here is a match between two entities that met their needs. 
the commanders needed an offensive coordinator. You probably would agree, I would think you would agree, their pool was limited because of the potential of this pending sale situation. In Eric Bieniemy, they get an experienced man from a winning uh, program. So they got what they needed. Eric Bieniemy presumably has aspirations to become a head coach in the NFL. He was not going to get there continuing on with Kansas City. If he was, he would have already gotten it. So he's uh, presumably thinking, look, I've got to make a move and go somewhere where I can shine, hopefully shine. And so he gets this situation where it's all going to be on him. So uh, I, I don't think race has anything involved in this. I think it's just two entities uh, finding what they needed for their match. Now, the thing that you have to remember is, all that aside, this could just be for one year. you got to believe anybody who comes in and pays whatever they pay for the franchise, those folks usually sweep house and bring in their own people. So hopefully he does well and he gets his opportunity, but I think it's a match that, that I don't want to say it was a perfect match, but it was a match for what the two entities needed. Robert, appreciate it, but I can guarantee you this. If that offense looks good and somehow they get into the playoffs with it's as tough as the NFC East is, that new ownership is going to look at Eric Bieniemy like, man, we can get off to a great start here with our ownership if we reward that guy and make him the head coach at some point here. I guarantee you that thought process is going to come across their mind because if that offense looks good and you make Eric Bieniemy the head coach – I guarantee you that's going to renew enthusiasms, could put more fannies in the seats out at FedEx, and then eventually wherever they come up with a different stadium. Let's go to line five. Jeff's in Vienna. What's up, Jeff? Hey, guys. I missed the beginning of the show. Did you guys talk about the Alabama basketball coach at all yet? Uh, no. We have not. As It was on the on the schedule. We never got to it, but that was a uh, pretty dumb comment by Nate Oates. Yeah. Let's, let's please get to that later on in the week if we can, no doubt. So, uh, Chris, based on your beat writer experience, what's the more popular line of questioning tomorrow? Lack of play calling or ability to relate to players and how you address them? It's uh, a great question. Um, I mean, I would say both obviously are going to be asked uh, in various forms, but to me, the one that I am now most interested in, this is me, is like uh, not only how you relate to players and how you talk to players and what the line is, but also like how much did he evolve in the passing game situations uh, as his career went along from running backs coach to offensive coordinator in Kansas City? Like what specific? What was his specific role in developing the passing game? So I mean that that's you know that's where I'm at. Okay. I, I know you got other guys on the line and you're running short, so uh, have a good day, guys. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate, Appreciate it, Jeff. It. And, yeah, I mean, it, it's just, again, you're so, as Chris brought up earlier, there's a line with talking about the NFL and especially with the storyline we have going in D.C. right now with the presser coming up for Eric Bieniemy tomorrow. The, the Alabama story is something we should get some run. Right. I just don't know how much run in this market, even though – Characters in the story yes. are from this area, yes. unfortunately, yes. and you feel for those families, yes. all of them here. It would be different um, if it was Maryland or Georgetown or whatever, but it's not. Right. Let's go. To, let's try Lap one more time before we get to Paulie. What's up, Lap? Nope. Nope. See you, Lap. Let's go to Paulie. What's up, Paulie? Do we have to? Sure. Good, Pete. <laughs> Rukio, what's good, man? Hail <laughs> to the W. What's up, Paulie? 
Hey, Dwight, man. Great, hey, hey, great call, Dwight, man. Good call, man. Uh, uh, um, A-hole for Annapolis, man. Shut up. <laughs> Talk to all, man. You don't think you don't never think it's a race problem. Matter of fact, I, I do remember you coming up here saying one day there's no racism in sports. So you can shut up. I'm trying to hear that, man. What you talking about? Whatever, man. Look, this whole I, 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 we've been talking about this for a month. You're not gonna move me off my spot, my position. You know what I mean? It is. But I don't want to hear you talking about play call. None of that matters, man. It didn't matter for it, the people, his predecessors at that position. The whole thing is is, is one of the other callers just said. You know, at the end of the day, he has to be compatible with the owners for a head coaching job. And this goes back to Al Gaudi. Al Gaudi, I don't never want to hear you talk about no race relations after all the comments you made after the George Floyd thing situation. You know, what you're saying, you kick rocks with that, man. At the end of the day, he has to be relatable to the owners. And obviously, he's not. And don't tell me none of that don't have to do with the color of his skin. You know what I mean? Because it does. So all it is to it, man. It might not be the whole picture, but just the fact that it's any type of percentage of it is a problem. Say, look, look, why Brian Flores, why he wasn't a, a consideration for a head coaching job this year? I mean, he did a damn good job in Miami. Okay, he had the, the whole the, the litigation situation or whatever. We're talking about winning, right? And good coaches. He did a good job in Miami. Why Brian Leftwich ain't got no job? A guy who spoke up about being used for a Rooney Rule uh, uh, tool. He ain't got no job. Super Bowl went off as a coordinator. No job. Not even a quarterback coach. But it didn't take long for Scott Turner to get a job. Byron Leverson ain't got no job. So the, the problem is there. And they keep trying to bring up excuses of he didn't, these people ain't calling the plays or we don't know how much he had was involved in the passing game. That's BS, man. And, and that's what's... Pissing me off the most about it is just all these this excuses. We know what it really is. At this point, he go out here and we have a top five offense. I don't care about the record or whatever. We go out here, he has a top five offense. We averaging 25-plus points a game, and that man still don't get no job. And it tells you right there, he's being blackballed. Whoever he interviewed with, maybe he rubbed one of them the wrong way or whatever, and ain't nothing for, one of the, for the owners to sit down at Cancun or whatever he had, have a conversation like, out, let's keep this guy out of here. Don't have like it happened before. Kaepernick. It happened to Doug Williams. Speaking of Doug Williams, it's funny, Rufio, I, hear you, I always hear you pushing back about this. It's not a black thing. It's not a race thing. But when Doug was up, when you interviewed Doug, you sat there with a grin on your grin in your face, and you didn't give Doug no pushback when he told you all these same things, that this call and play stuff was BS. And, and everything about Airbnb. You sat there with a grin on your face. Oh, God. You didn't give him no pushback. Uh, Paulie, shut up. I was doing an interview oh, on a time limit. Well, I mean, doing, this wasn't was 60 was minutes, for God's sakes. This isn't Go meet the press. You. I mean, I'm trying to put the shine on Doug for a historic achievement 35 years ago and what it meant to society and the world with the upcoming Super Bowl matchup. That's ridiculous. Well, you want me to do a talk show with Doug Williams? I mean, if Doug wants to come in and do a three-hour talk show, we can do a three-hour talk show and debate all this. It's a 15-minute interview for crying out loud. And usually with a strict time limit at that point. 301-230-0980. Burgundy and Gold today presents your next opportunity to call in and talk about this and more. Right now, Chris tells us what's trending.
All right, we're brought to you by the Maryland Vehicle Prevention Council. Maryland drivers, did you know a vehicle is stolen every 49 minutes in the state of Maryland? The key to preventing theft is in your hands. Lock your car, take your keys, uh, use an anti-theft device. Learn more about vehicle theft protection at mdautotheft.org. So Ben Sandig of The Athletic and of as well, Odyssey DC, first to report late last night that the commanders are indeed expected to put the franchise tag on Deron Payne. They have until March 7th to do it. Going to cost them a little over $19 million in order to do so. Daniel Jones officially changing agents to athletes first, a very powerful uh, negotiating firm. He can become a free agent, also get the franchise tag. Again, the deadline for all of the NFL is March 7th. Caps losing their fifth in a row, but the good news is Alex Ovechkin is a Officially on his way back from Russia, his status for tomorrow night's game against Anaheim unknown, according to Peter Laviolette, and that's what's trending. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I believe the movie Cocaine Bear comes out on Friday. Mm. I have not been to a movie in a long time. I might have to grab the daughter when she comes back from her little soiree into the sunshine right now and say, let's go watch this movie. Speaking of cocaine, Mr. Russell has the tum-tum of the day. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day on Russell and Medhurst. What? (laughs) Headline! Drunk man with a car full of cocaine crashes into patrol cars in Carlisle, according to police. So, drunk man Jimmy L. Phillips of... Lower Allen Township in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Former training camp home of your Washington Redskins. Apparently decided it would be a smart idea to get into a car, drunk off his ass, with bags of cocaine, (sighs) and then to drive around five, not one, not two, (laughs) not three, not four, but five... Marked patrol cars. Oh, and just for good measure, an ambulance with its emergency lighting activated. And then he was found at the scene, not only drunk, Pete, not only with bags of cocaine in the Mitsubishi Outlander. Did he look like he had powdered donuts all over his face? uh, Not the picture that I could see, but also in addition to the alcohol and the cocaine, you know what also he had? Uh, I don't know. Illegal firearms. He went for the hat trick. <laughs> That's the Jimmy L. Phillips hat trick instead of the Gordy Howe hat trick, baby. He had alcohol. He had cocaine. And he had illegal uh, paraphernalia, uh, uh, the firearm paraphernalia. 
So they found him to be, quote, according to the police report, intoxicated by alcohol and controlled substance. He was then placed under arrest. Then the police say, in addition, they found baggies of suspected cocaine and marijuana inside the vehicle following the seizure of the vehicle and the approval of a search warrant. The vehicle was searched and they found a stolen firearm, which was recovered. He's now charged with a litany of charges that I don't even have time to go through. But either way, my friend, who was already in trouble with the law, Jimmy L. Phillips, the gig is up, pal. You are very unspecial. Congratulations. You're Chris's dum-dum of the day. Talking about getting down, down to the ground. Cocaine. Way to go, big fella. He was already on six months of house arrest yeah. uh, and a maximum of 23 months confinement from a theft in June of 2022. And guilt and drug and theft charges uh, back in 2009. So this uh, this guy... This guy over here, no stranger to running into trouble with the law. Headed over to Hayfield to talk to the young folks over there today and tomorrow. And also headed to American tonight. I'll see you at Bender Arena at 7 o'clock for Russell, for Maddie. I'm Pete. Linnell is next right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.